Welcome back. I'm Michael. You're listening to The Michael Dresser Show. Linda Gross with us, the author of The Sea Factor, How to Get Anything You Want from Anyone. She's got a degree in psychology from UCLA, has been a co-host and guest on dozens of radio shows, had a weekly cable TV show, was a top 10 blogger for years, writing the popular column, Dating Tips for Men. She holds seminars, offers one-on-one coaching, as well as the seminars, and she um, is a gender differences expert. And let's say, Linda, I welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael, for having me. Oh, and thank you so much for being here. Uh, when we really come down to it, if, if, if most people want something from somebody, but the problem is, is they don't know what they want. And if you don't know what you want, uh, Linda, you can't get it. So don't you have to start out with something that you've got defined? In a vague sort of way, yes. You don't have to know all the thousand steps to get from here to there, but in a vague way, if you want to know, if you want to go to Paris, for example, in the next two years, you're going to save up for it, you know you want to go to Paris. How are you going to get there? You may not know the specifics or what airline or what time of day that you're going to fly, et cetera, et cetera. But first things first, just do what you know. Just take the first step. And with that first step, it will lead you to the next step. So you don't need to know all thousand you know, decision-making processes all the way down the line. I mean, who does? Okay, well, let me take, it, let me take that back just for a moment. Let me say it a different way. Uh, let's say there's something missing in my life, and I don't know what it is. And if I don't know what it is, how am I going to capture it? I think that's really what it is. Let's say you and I meet, and I want a certain kind of a relationship uh, you know, with you and I. But if I don't know how to grasp it, if I don't know how to get it, there's where my problem is. There's something missing. So how do I get from you what I want if I don't know what I want? Right. So let me answer that in general terms. We have a a very high degree of imagination at age eight. So I would say, in general terms, go back to what you really loved at age eight. Oh, great. And, you know, use use that as a springboard. With regard to relationships, let's say if you don't know what a good relationship looks like, let's say your parents didn't have a good relationship, so they're no help, uh, what I would do is go find a mentor, go find uh, relationships that you can look up to and, you know, pick their brain and get some sort of ideas on what made it work for them. You see, I think that's where the key, that's where I was going to go with this. You know, you've interviewed over 20,000 men. And you're going to, yeah. in interviewing that many men, or it could have been women, you're going to get some commonality and definitions, some common answers. That's where the real power is, because if you get enough people saying the same thing, pretty much that's what everybody's going to be looking for in some degree. Absolutely, and that's, that's where, from, from interviewing those 20,000 men, I do, devised my core four um, you know, needs and wants, and if I, it's my contention that if a guy does those four core you know, needs, then he will get what he wants. He will get the woman of his dreams. Or, you know, you can apply those principles to just a one-night stand if that's what you want to do. But, um, yes, there are certain animal drives that we have. They're inherent. They're within us. And when you tap into those animal drives, it, it does generate a lot of power and a lot of clarity and a lot of the fear and confusion just drop away because these are powers and skills that we already have. 
they're just sitting there idle that we don't really, you know, pay attention to them because we don't even really know they exist on a conscious level. But they're still there on a subconscious level. So my book, my other book, um, the, one, the one that's for men called Mastering Women, that one goes in-depth with how to gain your confidence and how to tap into those skills and what to look for and what practical tips you could be uh, practicing on a daily basis that are, like, super easy. I want to take you from being, you know, unconscious about it to conscious about it. And for that, you know, it's sort of like the, um, you know, Eastern philosophy, the more you put your focus on something, the more you give attention to it, the more it will expand. You will get more and more of that same, you know, goodness and clarity um, when you do put your focus on something like this. I mean, we're all driven in one way, shape, or form, but you've found a core drive, a base that we come from. So the core drive, what, what, what is it? Well, there are two sets of core drives. I have one for the women and one for the men. And the reason, you know, unfortunately, in, in women's lives days, in, you know, 40 years ago, they, the women of the day kind of brainwashed all, the, all the, the public by saying, oh, the sexes are the same. They absolutely are not the same. You know, we might want to, we might start at A, we both genders might want to get to Z, but how we get to Z is very different. So from a man's point of view, to get to, you know, to get to the promised land, so to speak, yeah. the following are the four core drives to win over any woman. And number one on that list is confidence. You know, women want that confidence like they, they need air. They have to have that. And why is that? So, you know, you go back 10,000 years ago, and in those days, she wanted uh, a guy, and generally men are bigger, badder, stronger, faster than, than women in general. And the reason for that is if there's a threat to the camp, they want a guy that will step up and, you know, mitigate that threat sure. and to protect the children. So, you know, here we are some 10,000 years later, that aspect is still, you know, one of our core drives, the basic drive, just sort of sort of like eating, sleeping, and having a roof over our head. So once you know that, you can tap into that. Now, a lot of guys today, they do, um, you know, cocky behavior or arrogant behavior, and I call that behavior false confidence because they're really operating from a point of fear rather from a, from a place of power. So in the book, it teaches you how to get power for real. And there are very easy tips that you can practice 10 minutes a day. It has nothing to do with the woman. I don't want you to practice it on her. But there are tips that you can do to help build that inner confidence that when you walk into a room, you've got that feeling in your gut that you're standing tall, you know what you're talking about, you know what your presence is. I call it a quiet confidence. It's not loud and boisterous. You don't have to get into a fist fight with anybody unless the situation calls for it. And hopefully the situation will only call for it less than 1% of the time. But the 99% of the time, you're going to operate from a, from a place of quiet confidence. So that's what I teach in the book. So that's one of the, that's the pro, primary um, core trait 
to win over a woman is to have that trait. I think there's one problem today, and let's go back to, you know, the, the primitive man. Uh, fight or flight mechanism, you know, stand up and fight, run away, or lay down, play dead till the danger's over. We still have that today unconsciously. Right. But you said it early on, you want to bring the unconscious to the conscious. That, 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 um, that, that need to be protected, that need to be something is unconscious. And I think one of the biggest problems that we're having today in the culture that we live in that women today are, are fighting that. They want to be, and this isn't right or wrong, bad and different, this is just what it is. They're fighting that need to be protected because now they can protect themselves, quote unquote, and you see this constantly. And I think there is a battle between the unconscious and the conscious mind going on with a lot of these women. It, it, if they would clear the unconscious, then be what you want consciously. But as long as you've got those determining factors that you're not even aware of, the problems arise. Absolutely true, and I think there's there's been a lot of brainwashing over the last couple of decades, and women have been sold a bill of goods, and they've been asked to buy into something, um, which is not necessarily true. Um, you know that that we don't need you. We can put bacon on the table ourselves. We can raise our kids ourselves. Men are unnecessary. And we've been sold this bill of goods, which I, I personally don't agree with. Now, do I want you to be, you know, your, you know, to your fullest capacity during work hours? Do I want you to be the Amazon person at work? Absolutely, because you're, it is a very competitive world. And in most instances, the high-powered jobs, you are competing in a man's world. So from 8 to 6, be that way. But after 6 o'clock, you have to turn that off. If you also want, if you're a woman who also wants a relationship, you cannot have two men be in the relationship. Um, you, you have to turn it off and get more into your feminine side to be successful with relationships. No, absolutely, and I do, I do totally and completely believe that. And it is, uh, that's why we need people like you. You've got to hold my hand, step me through it, bring to the table that which is invisible, the things that I don't know, the things that I'm not aware of. Now, once I become aware of it, it gives me two very important things. It gives me choice, and it gives me different options to take to be able to live a life that's comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah, now when you read... And sometimes we just need... Some, a lot of times we don't even know what it is we don't know. So you need someone like me to shine the light on a certain topic or a certain issue to say, oh, I get it now. Like a lot of times people don't even realize why they're doing a certain behavior or a certain action. Well, this book brings clarity so you'll know for sure why am I doing this. And then when you see the biological reasons of why you're acting in a certain way, you just do a head slap going, oh, my God, this is so easy. I get it now. And then you can apply that to better your situation. Sure. And just to touch on this for a moment, the biological reasons. Every decision you made is based on a chemical reaction in your brain. And, and I think when more and more people are starting to understand neurosciences, etc., you begin to understand the dynamic that occurs underneath that consciousness, what causes you to be motivated to react instead of responding, etc., without thinking, you're just doing it. And more and more, we're beginning to learn uh, how our biological, you know, um, our, our biological uh, components are put together in such a way for us that we respond and react the way we do. And if we're having problems with it, 
if you've got a problem with it, it means you learn to respond that way. And if you can learn, you can unlearn, and you can relearn an alternative. Absolutely. You know, we, we tend to think, you know, a sneeze is just an automatic response. You know, you smell pollen in the air, or you smell something, you know, unsavory in the air, and you sneeze because your body wants to expel something that's foreign and not good for you. But we don't put it in terms of our behavior. And I, and I submit that a lot of our behavior is done on this, you know, unconscious, subconscious level. So, you know, the more we're in touch with that, the better it is. We can, you know, be more powerful. I mean, it's just no joke that we only use 5% of our brain. And these, these exercises that I have are super easy. There's something that you can apply immediately. It doesn't take a lot of, you know, uh, Zen therapy and, you know, you know, going to yoga and OM and all that kind of stuff. It's like something that you can apply immediately because I'm bringing your attention to it. So in my research, you know, the age-old Freudian question, is it nature or is it nurture? Um, in my research, you know, a resounding yes was it's mainly nature. Like you say, it's our our chemical processes, our enzymes, our synaptic functions, it's the, uh, the hormones, everything else that's working in perfect symphony in our bodies that the body and the brain work together. So um, it absolutely is nature. Now, you're going to say, oh, are you just calling us a bunch of apes? Well, Why not? actually, most of the time, 90% of the time, we don't put thought to something, so in that sense, yes, we're just going by our animal drive. Absolutely. So, you know, are we human? Do we have the ability to have cognitive thinking? Absolutely. But you have to apply yourself to do that. You have to know so what's in the there. So of that, you're just going to have a reaction to whatever situation there, there is put upon you, rather than taking your charge, your power, and proactively doing something to better your situation. And again, you have to know it's there. Walk into a room, and we've all done this, walk into a room where you're an absolute stranger. You don't know anybody, but you'll see that somebody, that certain somebody, man or woman, that you don't like. And they haven't said anything, you haven't been introduced, you have no idea who they are, but you don't like them. And that's the kind of reaction we're talking about. It's, it's automatic. You don't even think about it. Once you get a handle on what causes this, and you don't have to be a rocket scientist to do so, then all of a sudden, when that happens to me, I force myself to smile. And the minute that I do that, I change you know, the, um, the endorphins flow, and my mood changes. It's just that simple. Yeah, you hit the, the reset button. Yeah. And conversely, you, know, you, you might be in a party or in a seminar or something like that. There's 100 people there. And all of a sudden, somebody walks in the room, and it could be noisy as heck before they got before he or she got there. And the minute that person walks in the room, there's just some sort of magnetic energy field that it makes you stop what you're doing and pay attention. Yeah, that right? happens. So the, the, the opposite is true as well. Like, yeah. what does that person have? Why am I stopping in my tracks to look at this person or to listen to what this person is saying? I remember once I walked into the room, I saw this woman, and I was married to her for 18 years. So, you know, <laughs> same, same. Okay, we're just about out of time. Let me ask you this. Is there a website we can find you at? Absolutely. It's 
themensadvocate.com. That would be themensadvocate.com. Uh, and the name of my book uh, where, that we were talking about, The Core Drives, is Mastering Women, The Definitive Guide to Understanding and Being Effective with Women. Wonderful. And by the way, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time and what you're doing. Absolutely. Take Talk care. Talk to you again soon. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, the shark, baby.